Hey everybody, my name is Austin Killian. I'm Andrew Harper. And we're both pastors at First Baptist Church in Cleveland, Mississippi. I don't know if we've ever clarified that. That's true. We're in Mississippi. Not in Ohio. And we're, this is the Exiles Podcast where we talk about life, doctrine, hot topics, and all things bad just from a gospel-centered point of view. Hey, before you go anywhere, and before we go anywhere, you should go ahead and like, review, rate um, these uh, episodes. Share. Share these episodes. Celebrate. (laughs) Do all those things. Enjoy. Enjoy. All right. Now we're going to jump into the the episode how are you doing today's doing a, good today's a good morning i don't know what it was i'll tell you what it was i woke up really early what like, time did you wake up <laughs> so i think 4 30 and i couldn't go back to sleep mm. so i like, sat in bed for like an hour and yet you were late i mean yeah. i was late but i was about to leave and then maddie woke up and so i was like i'm gonna say hey to maddie mm, that's yeah. fair so well, I was late because Anna, you know, she she works at the hospital <clears throat> in Ruleville, mm-hmm. and she got a call today saying that she didn't have to come in because, you know. Nice. Yeah. So she slept in, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to sleep in a little bit, too. And um, then I, a little too much. I did. I woke up late. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's not, like, super late. I mean, it's what? It's 8.30 now, so I didn't wake up, like, late, late, but it was just yeah. much later than I expected to wake up. Anyways. It's going to be a nice day today. No one wants to know our sleeping schedules. I just want you to know it's going to be lovely this afternoon. I'm going to go for a stroll. I'm going to go for a swim. <laughs> Inside. Inside. Oh, yeah, at the at the Delta State Pool. Nice. So. What's our, what's the top, what's the, what's the episode title? Well, I. That's a good question. I haven't, we hadn't decided that, but we can say this. We're kind of shifting into, we're still on the topic, the broad topic of discipleship, but we're shifting into, again, those discipleship relationships. Today we're going to be talking, or in the next couple episodes, we're going to be talking about tools that you can use. Um, And so maybe we'll say discipleship tools and then whatever. So today will be discipleship tools, reading plan. Or Bible reading. Bible reading plan. Yeah. So a plan of to, some sort. A Bible reading. To read your Bible. So, discipleship tool, Bible reading plan. Perfect. Perfect. That's the title. Perfect. That's what we got. I like it. So, um, yeah, so discipleship tool would be a tool that helps you basically be a disciple, someone um, who is committed to following Jesus, someone who's being changed by Jesus, and someone who's committed to the mission of Jesus. And so when we think about these tools, um, they're not one-size-fits-all. Most people who have a toolbox or uh, if you're a carpenter and you have a tool belt, you have lots of different tools to accomplish lots of different things. And so one of the things we're going to look at um, is that we think for you to be a disciple, someone who's committed to Jesus, becoming like him and being committed to his mission, that you have to be in some way reading the scriptures, mm-hmm. taking in the Bible. And so we want to give you kind of a preview of a toolbox, so to speak, of different tools um, when it comes to that particular project. So if you think of the big, the overall big project is reading your Bible. Um, that's our project for today, and we're going to kind of walk through some tools on how you can accomplish that project 
um, your, your own personal self, but also within a discipleship group or a discipleship relationship you have with someone else or maybe a few other people <clears throat> altogether. Um, so here's just some, some options. And again, you can Google like Bible reading plans and find a gazillion of them. You could download the um, Bible app uh, from Life Church, and they have a lot of different Bible reading plans for you to be able to use. You can even like share those plans with your friends and like read those together. Uh, so if you're more kind of tech centered when it comes to your spiritual growth, you can do that. Um, but there's another one about <clears throat> Bible Project called Read Scripture. Yeah, and it provides a really good plan, and it lays it out for you, and it and checks the, off the days. Has the videos, and right? has videos that go along with it. It's really good. Yeah, I think Amber did that a couple of years ago when they first came out with it. Mm-hmm. It's um, really good. But I know they have a new app um, this year that just came out with Bible Project does. Oh, cool! That brings all that stuff together just on the app, and so you can read, watch the video, like take notes and everything just on the app. Hmm. Again, if you're more kind of, t- I'm more. I guess old school, I could have just a notebook and a Bible. Yeah, I'm just, but, well, I, I prefer typing on my laptop. Oh, yeah. But I like reading it out of a book, right. paper book. But if you but if you enjoy using your iPad or your phone to read and, and do those kind of things, then those are great resources <clears throat> for you. Another one is um, Joel. Yeah. Joel app, you have to, I mean, it's you have to, it's not free. Yeah, it's not a whole lot, but, it's, but yeah. it costs a little bit. Yeah, but it... It, you can listen to it. You can read along with it while you're listening to it. And it also provides several different reading plans, reading plans for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so those are some uh, kind of basic uh, maybe apps, things like that for you to think about if you're more um, tech-centered when it comes to your spiritual growth. And you can actually use your phone or iPad without being super distracted all the time. Um, but we're going to walk through a couple other things that you could think through when you think of a Bible reading plan. If you maybe have read the Bible before in some consistent basis, there's a lot of different uh, reading plans that cover the whole Bible in a mm-hmm. year. So you're going to cover everything from Genesis to Revelation. Um, and you're going to have to read a decent amount. I mean, you're going to have to carve out 30 minutes to an hour, probably on a pretty weekly rhythm, I mean daily rhythm, to get sometimes all of that those passages in. Um whether, and it might be that might change if it's five days a week or seven days a week. Yeah, a seven day a week is fifteen to twenty minutes a day. Yeah, yeah. You get you get done by the end of the year. I think the one I used it was five minutes. It was five days a week, and it gave you like basically two days to catch up or whatever like that. And so we were reading a, several chapters a day. Right. Um. And so I, I say that to say that. Maybe if you've never read your Bible before and you want to just jump in and see if you can do that, then go for it. But it might be better to do um, uh, see if you could be committed to maybe a less demanding reading plan before you jump into that one. But that is kind of a default one that a lot of people try to accomplish. Some people try to do it every year. Um, and so that's a good reading plan to think about um, being a part of. One, like you know, if you're if you're not a big fan of reading, which I know a lot of people aren't a big fan of reading. I'm one of those people who are ta- uh, goal-oriented in reading. So, like, I have to look ahead, okay, see my, see my checkpoints in a chapter. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> something that I've done in the past is, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I pick out, um, like, a smaller book. and So I'll either go to one of the minor prophets or I'll go to uh, one of the epistles towards mm-hmm. the back of the New Testament and, and begin reading those and, and then work my way to a bigger book. But... It kind of gets you in a rhythm of getting comfortable with reading, mm-hmm. and and once you see yourself, oh, I completed one book, it, 
you you can become more excited to read more and more and more. Yeah, and and so that's another option is just picking a book, um, whether it's an Old Testament book or a New Testament book or a gospel or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember who who told me. I don't know if it was a professor in seminary or a pastor I knew. But they encouraged, um, whether it was from the pulpit or in the classroom, they encouraged us um, <clears throat> to read one gospel a year. And so whether you um, do a whole Bible reading plan or not, to commit yourself to reading through either Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John uh, for the year, just to kind of be refreshed uh, and be re-reminded of who Jesus is, his life, his ministry, what he's done for us. So I thought that that was always a good, uh, helpful kind of um, aspect to think of. And then um, just like they have Old Testament, New Testament plans that are together, you also could just do the New Testament plan. Um, And I think the ones that I've seen, it's basically one chapter a day for five days a week. So we're looking at like 10 minutes, Mm -hmm. you know, max of of reading time. And so if you've maybe never... Maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, If you've maybe never read the Bible consistently, um, I would say that's a great place to start. So that way you could kind of go through the whole year and say, I've read the whole New Testament, um, and it's really slow pace, really easy to catch up if you want to catch up. Um, and so those are A little really, bit easier really to understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You don't, you don't have to read, kind of think through all the Old Testament context and what's going on there. Um, so there's, there's a time and a place for that. But if you've never consistently read, I think it's one of my favorite places to start reading. Mm. Um, also, there is a, uh, a way that you can think about doing books of the Bible that you might need. And so uh, you can, whether it, you kind of look and see the themes of different Bibles, uh, uh, books of the Bible, um, they might maybe lend themselves to areas where you're needing growth or you're needing help with. And so when we think of like the Gospels, like if you need to just be almost like recaptivated by Jesus and what he's done for us, read, read one of the Gospels, like commit yourself to reading the Gospels. Um, if you want to find joy in following Jesus, read Philippians. It's all about... Yeah, you definitely took that one from me. I've been, waiting on, a, I've been waiting on a moment to speak in. And I was well, going to say, like if you're struggling with contentment and, and a lack of joy, you, Philippians should, is you it. should read Philippians. So but. if you're struggling with maybe your identity in Christ and what that means for you as a Christian and how that works its way out in the church, you should read... Wait, what? I was I zoned out because I was about, I was moving. I was about to say my because in my mind I was thinking if you wanna if you wanna know where you can speak up and speak out and be heard by maybe someone else who's on the other side of this podcast, maybe you could read something like Amos who spoke up against the king. Oh, that's yeah. true. That's pretty good. See, make so that connection. Where I was coming from, but go ahead. Of your identity in Christ uh, and how it looks in the church is Ephesians. Um, yes, Paul, Paul really focuses on who we are in Christ and what that means for us as believers. Um, and so there's different books that point to um, maybe different issues that you're going through or different things you just want to learn about God and who he is. And one thing you know, one thing we're doing with, um, like I'm doing with a D group right now, I think it was a pretty common consensus among most of the guys that they're, they're battling in some sense of faith and works. So we decided to go through the book of James because yeah. it, really, it really tackles a, you know, be a doer of the word, mm-hmm. you know, and faith comes, you see your faith by your works. So, yeah. Right. So there's there's times where um, a Bible reading plan is helpful, and, but there's sometimes where you just go, I really need to focus 
<clears throat> on this area of my spiritual growth because maybe um, there's some fruits of the spirit that I need um, to see cultivated and maybe working through this book will help bring some of those out or maybe there's some sin that I'm dealing with or mm-hmm. some issues that I have about um, how do I follow Jesus and so there's maybe some more books that are more prone um, to help you during those times and so it's 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 fine to leave a reading plan if you need to to go find that book so mm-hmm. in all of these plans that we talk about where it's the whole Bible, just the New Testament, one book at a time. We don't want to be legalistic in it. Um, you don't want the tool um, to dictate how the project necessarily gets done. You want the tool to be useful to, to get the project done. Right. And so you don't want to focus all the time on the tool when the project's not finished. So the big idea is to see um, if the tool isn't working, if the tool doesn't help you read the Bible consistently, get a different tool. Yeah. Don't scrap the project. Because the project is still really helpful. The project of you reading the Bible is still needed. And so if you go, like, I just can't do it with this reading plan, or I just can't do it with this process that I've picked, there's other processes. There's other reading plans. There's other tools for you to pick. Um, and so don't let the tool keep you from getting the project completed. So, you know, you were talking about some books earlier that we could go to from some authors who may have talked about reading plans and how to go about studying scripture and stuff like that. You want to mention that real quick? So anybody who's kind of thinking through, like, I want to get started, but I don't know if I'm going to be very good at this thing. So mm-hmm. so one of them, um, one author that I uh, read and used their Bible studies uh, for my own personal growth to understand how to read the Bible inductively is Kay Author. She writes um, inductive Bible studies, her and her husband, and there's a team that works. that Work there. Who's who's her husband? I think his name is uh, something Arthur. I know that. <laughs> Mick like, Arthur. Yeah, there's there's several books that have both of their names on them, uh, and they and they co-write together. Um, but like I think they do a study called Marriage Without Regrets that we've done before. Me and Amber did. Regrets. Yeah, knowing them, <laughs> Marriage Without any of those. <laughs> I love that commercial. <laughs> oh my goodness. But they write those together. Um, there's different topics that they cover in those Bible studies. But what those Bible studies make you do is they make you, as you read through the passage, they make you um, basically use different highlights and different symbols as you find certain words. And what it helps you do is it helps you begin to identify um, big ideas and main words and passages. And it really just begins to help you um, read the scriptures inductively. Um, And what that simply means is you're reading the scriptures in a way that's not just a surface level. Um, the inductive method really brings you in to observe what the passage is saying, to really interpret it, understand it, kind of sit in it, and then seek uh, ways to apply it. So K-Authors, uh, Precept Studies, I think Precept USA is the website or is the company. Um, they have tons of different studies on different topics, books of the Bible, those kind of things. Um, so I would encourage you uh, to find some of those. Um, there's also just book studies in general. I know there's several studies that like Tim Keller and Jared Wilson and those guys have written on books of the Bible. So you can go pick up, uh, I think from Good Books, the Good Book Company is what it's called. It's based in, uh, I think, England. But they have a lot of books um, that if you just want a kind of a cursory reading through like Galatians and have some discussion questions and um, study questions during your time in Galatians, they have those available for you. So again, that's just another tool that you might need. If you, if you don't really feel comfortable just grabbing your Bible reading plan and going to town, then maybe one of those books is a little bit more um, your speed when it comes to you getting the Bible read uh, and taken in.
All right, take us home. All right. That's going to be it for us. If you have any questions, we would love to answer them. We answered one last week, I believe. We have one more we got to answer at some point. <laughs> it's gonna, it's <clears throat> when we find a time to breathe and prep it, we'll do it. That'll be great. Um, but we would love for you to send us those questions um, at theexilespod at gmail.com or any of our social media. Uh, we'll have a new episode next Tuesday. We're going to be looking at uh, another discipleship tool uh, when it comes to studying the scriptures. And so we cover reading the scriptures. Now we're going to talk about t- studying the scriptures. And then we're going to do one on memorizing the scriptures after that. And so until next time, peace. Bye now.